Noor Mohammed felt very sorry and dejected. In addition to losing so much money in making enlarged copies and framing them, he had lost the confidence of his guru and also incurred his wrath and displeasure. Following his guru's disbelief, he took the big photograph with him to Apollo Bandar in Bombay, hired a boat and rowed it in the sea. He asked his friends also to return the photograph six in number and when he got them gave it to a fisherman to throw him in the Bandra sea. Ali Muhammad was convalescing in Noor Muhammad's house. Ali Muhammad was told that all his suffering would come to an end if he also took the photographs of all the saints in his house and drowned them in sea. On hearing this Ali Muhammad sent his manager to his house in Bandra and asked him to drown all the pictures in the sea. After 2 months when he returned back to his house Ali Muhammad was surprised waiting for him. The moment he opened the doors and entered inside he saw the photograph of Baba looking at him. He was surprised now how his manager could have missed Baba's picture. Afraid that if Noor Muhammad saw it he would take it and dump it in the sea. be immediate he immediately removed it and kept it in his cupboard ali mohammed had a special love for baba's portrait he was now in a dilemma as he could neither hang it on the wall nor throw it away while he was worried about what to do baba inspired an idea that he should meet maulana ismu mujawar and follow his advice Next day he met the Maulana and told him the complete story of the photograph after matured consideration the Maulana suggested that the photograph should be given to Anna Sahib the Bolkar Hemant Pant who protected well then both went to Hemant Pant's house and presented them with Baba's photograph at a most appropriate most opportune time the above story shows how carefully baba interlaced the lives of his devotees and brought happiness and cheer to every one of them such interaction is possible only for someone who knows the past present and future for baba time and space were no, no constraints <clears throat> bv dio story sant yaneshwar the well known saint of maharashtra was not only a realized soul but a gifted poet at a very early age around 19 years he wrote his masterpiece gnaneshwari a commentary on the gita and marathi in exquisite poetry his commentary he has explained the gita not on, not by recourse to rational arguments but by the profuse use of similes metaphors and illustrations gnaneshwari was one of the baba's favorite books he called it poti balakrishna vishwanath dio bv dio or bala sahib dio as he was affectionately called the mamaldar of the hanu wanted to read gnaneshwari from a long time he was able to read completely one chapter of bhagavad gita and some parts of other scriptures every day but when he took up gnaneshwari for reading some difficulties always cropped up and was prevented from reading further he took 3 months leave and went to shirdi and then to port for taking rest in port also he was able to read other books but not gnaneshwari Whenever he opened the book some evil or evil or stray thoughts came crowding in his mind and stopped them from further reading however hard he tried he just could not make any progress finally he decided that he could read naneshwari only when baba created some love for it and ordered him to read it in 1914 ad he went with his family to shirdi when he met bapu sakib jog on his way to the masjid for baba's darshans jog asked him whether he read naneshwari daily dio told his story to jog he told him of the innumerable attempts he made to read the book but his inability to read he was he also told that he would read the book only after baba orders him to read jog advised him to take a copy of the book and present it to baba so that he would consecrate and give it back then he could start reading it dio told him that he did not want to do like that as baba knew his desire and would wait till baba ordered him to read 
Subsequently, Dio had darshan of Baba and offered rupees one to as dakshina to Baba. Baba asked him rupees twenty as dakshina, which Dio gave happily. That night, he met one Balakram and asked him how he became a devotee to Baba and how he was able to secure the confidence of Baba. Balakram told him to wait till Arthi next day when he would tell him everything. As usual, Dio went for Baba's darshan next day. Baba asked him the dakshina of rupees twenty, which he gave willingly. It was Arthi's time and masjid was overcrowded, so Dio went to a corner and sat there. Baba called him to come closer and sit with peace of mind. Dio followed his instructions. Noon, Arthi was over and people had dispersed. The masjid was almost empty. Dio saw Balakram there and asked him the same questions again. When Balakram was about to answer, Baba sent Chandru, a leper devotee, to bring Dio to him. Dio went to Baba with all submissiveness. Baba asked him what he was talking with whom and when. Dio told him that he was talking with Balakram and heard from him about Baba's fame. Then Baba asked for a dakshina of rupees twenty-five. Dio gave it happily. Baba took him inside and sitting near the post charged him. You stole my rags without my knowledge. Dio, who was shocked with this allegation, denied all knowledge of any rags. Baba asked him to make. Make a search. He searched and found nothing. Baba was getting increasingly angry and shouted, "There is nobody here. You are the thief. You are grey-haired and old. Still, you come here for shell stealing." After that, Baba lost his temper totally, gave all sorts of abuses, and was about to beat him. Sometime later, Baba cooled him and asked him to go to Vada. Dio returned to Vada. There he met Jog and Balakram. He told them what all he had transpired. They They also did not understand why Baba got so angry. After some time, Baba sent for all of them. When all reached the masjid and bowed at the feet of Baba, Baba said that his words might have pained the old man Dio, but as he had not, as he had committed the theft, he could not keep quiet. He asked him for a dakshina of rupees twelve. Dio did not have the two coins; he had only currency notes. He collected the amount and gave it to Baba and prostrated at his feet. Then Baba told him, "Read Poti Nyaneshwari daily." Sit in the vada and read some part regularly every day. While reading, explain what you read to all, all with love and devotion. When I was, when I am sitting there, when I am sitting here to give you gold embroidered shawl, why go to others to steal rugs? And after all, why should you get into the habit of stealing? <coughs> Dio was immensely pleased with his words as he got what he wanted. He was happy that Baba had asked him to read Nyaneshwari. He could now read his favorite book with ease. He again prostrated at the feet of Baba and requested him to treat him as a child and help him in his reading. Dio surrendered himself to totally to Baba. He then understood what Baba had meant by stealing the rugs. What he had asked Balakram constituted rugs. Trying to know about the fame of Baba without his knowledge. Was stealing. When Baba was ready to answer any question, he did not like anyone to know about him through someone else. Hence, he had scolded and harassed. Dio realized that it was not really harassing and scolding, but a lesson taught to him. He learned that it was useless to ask someone else about Baba when Baba himself is present to fulfill all his desires. Dio considered Baba's scoldings as blessings, and when. Home satisfied and contented. Next page is what I see. She is Sai Baba at Siddhi Temple. A beautiful picture of Baba with a beautiful garland. And the next page is the Baba's picture. As we have seen in earlier cases, Baba always kept a watch on his devotees. Their welfare was his prime and only concern. Within one year, he went to Dio to find out the progress made by. 
him in yaneshwari on 2nd april 1914 thursday morning baba appeared in dio's dream he sat on the upper floor and asked him whether he understood the poti dio told him that he did not baba asked then why are you going to when sorry then when are you going to understand dio was in tears and said unless you shower your grace reading it it's a problem understanding is very difficult then baba said read slowly read it before me in my presence dio asked him what shall i read baba told him read adhyatma dio want to bring the book adhyatma ramayana but found that he had already opened his eyes and was wide awake the immense joy and bliss he felt the here after this is indescribable if we surrender to him baba will guide us even in the smallest detail possible with sadguru's guidance and blessings it is not at all difficult to cross this endless ocean of bhavasagara all the miseries and difficulties will vanish and life will be smooth and happy by bowing at the divine feet of the sadguru every day all the obstacles will disappear sadguru's eye can snatch us even from the jaws of certain death the power of sadguru's eye is inestimable let us all prostrate at the divine feet of a beloved sadguru sai baba and pray that his blessings should always be with us and that he should protect us from going astray and guide us to our destination sadguru sai nath maharaj ke jai with this the 41st chapter called as a story of a picture is complete in the next chapter hemant pant tells us about papa's mahasamadhi another matters shri sadguru sai nath parmastu shubham bhavatu Om Shanti 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 Thank you so much Baba for helping me read this chapter Thank you so much for blessing me to do this service I'm so happy I'm so grateful to do this uh, whoever has listened to this episode I personally pray and wish all happiness love uh, cheers smiles be filled in with them and in their houses baba please bless them all thank you so much love you baba om sai ram